Hey, everybody, the Rennie Doyle Podcast, the afternoon edition. We don't usually do it, but this one's a really, really, really special one. And this is with uh, Flex Tools out of Germany. I've got uh, uh, Team Flex with me right now. Two of the individuals are actually from the headquarters, which I've been to. Amazing, just outside of Stuttgart, Germany. Mm-hmm. And uh, I am excited to introduce them, and we're going to have a, a really cool, just friendly discussion all about Flex and your guys' 100th birthday. So welcome. So introduce yourselves. Thank you. Yeah, I can start. I'm Michael. I'm the product manager for the polishers and for the automotive topic in general at Flex. So I'm very happy to be here with you. Mm, you do an amazing job over here. So, uh, yeah. Thank this you. Is my boss. Welcome. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. You're his boss? Yeah. Oh, Randy, man. Thank you for being here. Yeah. My name is Michael Conrad. I'm the head of product management in Flex, and I'm aware of all of our power tools. Um, and especially today, we are here for the polishers. Um, yeah. And as Michael said, you do an amazing job here. Really cool. Thanks for being here. Thanks that you are using our tools. Um, really cool to see it. Um, Pretty awesome. How yeah. am- amazing it is to see the Air Force One shining here back in the sun. Thank right. you. There you go. And um, my name is Chris Metcalf. I'm the key account manager uh, for Flex in, in North America. And, uh, you know, we're excited to be here. And, you know, Rennie, this is our, what, how many years has Flex been used on this project? I saw I did the first test in 08. Wow. Uh, we didn't, we weren't convinced. We didn't know because the 3401 had just come out. Yeah. And so we brought it up and uh, we were convinced at that point. So uh, yeah. in 09, uh, we went full fledged. And ever since then, uh, we've tested other tools, you know, as part of the, you know, it's, that's what we do, right, is we test tools. But Flex has been a steady, um, the, the tool of choice for Air Force One since, really since 08. I think it comes down to unique, unique the tool is and you know, the gear driven and the forced action. But it's interesting. This is my f- fourth year here uh, on the project. Um, and it's like every time we're here, we have different obstacles. The plane is in different condition every time we come here. Oh yeah, because of the elements in the air and uh, the way it's stored here and things like that. Well, you gotta you gotta remember. Let's go all the way back. You know, um, 2002. I did the test spot right here. Matter of fact, right right in back of us. That was the proving grounds, and I had to prove to the, the, the to the Department of Defense. I had to prove to the Air Force. I had to prove to Boeing, and the Museum of Flight. There's a lot of people to prove, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it took several months in 2003 we actually did it at that time the planes um these planes were actually uh outside with no l i mean no no roof line uh it wasn't until 2016 so six years ago that this building was finishing up air force one was here the 747 was here uh concord was here but that was it none of the other planes were in here yet and so um it really took a beating prior to that time and and it's been this has made a huge difference one of these days probably in my career the sidewalls would be on this building but this was a i, I want to say it was like a, a 50 million dollar you know program to build this huge hangar you know for these aircraft so so let's talk about you know you you mentioned something chris and we'll we'll have you guys we've gotten eyes on some new goodies wish we could bring them out but we can't yeah um but you know the uniqueness of forced action, the forced action tool, is we we often say this: if you take a DA polisher and you took a rotary mm-hmm. and they had a baby, mm-hmm. 
is that baby would be a beast mode 3401 you know i've never heard that but that's a good uh, it's a good way to look at it it really is it's, it's the two best best combination out of two worlds that's it yeah. the, the two were single and ready to mingle and they they came together and you know they they, they developed this uh this amazing tool and uh it's pretty cool and i you know i want to point out right behind us i mean we, we don't want to interrupt the, the guys making it happen, right? I mean, these guys are sitting right behind us. And, and all the, here's here's the reality, too, is, the, you know, these guys have learned the beauty of forced action technology and the quality of flex. Uh, in the early days, we worked 14 hours a day for 10 days. So do the math on that. Those polishers were going for 140 hours, and most of that was pretty much straight through. Um, and we have very little problems. That was the other reason we switched over is, we weren't breaking tools. We've had a couple of, of uh, breaks here, but mm -hmm. all of these tools are multiple years old and they're not being ran underneath normal conditions. And we have really enjoyed the flex line because we just don't have downtime. Well, the tools are reliable. I, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Every one of your guys has the correct extension cord, mm -hmm. which, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. a big advocate. On which promoting. is what, what, and what's That's the, the 12 gauge, yeah, you know, yeah. no more than 50 foot. And you yeah. guys, you know, have the big junction boxes under each yeah. one of the stations or under each one of the planes. And you're running those big extension cords. That makes a big deal on how the, the tool performs and, and how it's going to last. But I, it's so funny that you mentioned some of the guys that have been on this project for 10, 10 plus years. Yeah. They still have the exact same polisher. Oh, and yeah. they, mm -hmm. they don't want to get rid of that polisher because they're talking with you guys yeah. and asking you like, hey, what are what am I going to expect to replace on this tool next? Because I haven't replaced anything, yeah. um, you know, but they want to keep that tool and use it on this project every time. We just sent um, we have our, our we, we have our, our training center tools serviced. One, we say twice a year, mm -hmm. we, we can't go without them. So it's once a year. So we just had one batch serviced uh, recently. And one of the tools that went was my original 3401. Wow. And it came back serviced mm -hmm. and it went right back into operation. Yeah. That tool is built in 08. Wow. In 08. And it's still going. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you really can't tell the difference between it in a model that's you know a year old you, if you if i couldn't go into my into my tool cabinet and say oh that's it i can't tell it showed up that well michael what are what are like the four components on our tool that we need to be concerned about what do you consider like an oil change on on your polisher oil, the fork we have to concern me what, what 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 would you say like carbon brushes switches carbon brushes switches yeah for sure because they are in daily use then carbon brushes it's a it's a, a one out material you see, you yeah. said his 2010 flex is still going <laughs> how cool is it hey this is as raw as raw gets yeah. this is real so that how cool is that i mean and adam runs a really successful shop yeah. a very busy shop for him to have a a tool that's you know 12 years old mm -hmm. and going at it that's pretty cool yeah. so so what is what's the tune-ups we need to do uh the grease maybe sometimes sometimes yeah. in the head sometimes in the head 
But the easy stuff that people do are like carbon brushes, carbon brushes, switches, yes. switches, definitely. Maybe a cord yeah. or a speed, cord, yes, speed exactly. control. Cord, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. We, those are all easy things that you can oh, take yeah. care of yourself. We when we ran when I ran shops where I sold my shops, we did the cord change out our, ourselves. Mm -hmm. It take me about ten minutes, you know, mm -hmm. to put a new cord so in. It's easy. You know, we'd go in and when I'd open the when I'd break open the case, we'd we'd clean it up, blow it out, get all the gunk out of it, mm -hmm. replace the cord, and yeah. then uh, we were good to go. Just a few I, screws. Yeah, it's not. It's really easy to do. So, so, you know, flex. Let's go back to the to to the heritage of flex. Um, I've been on the floor, right in the factory. Uh, pretty amazing because so many of the components. It's not just the tools assembled there. The components are actually built there. Mm -hmm. So, talk about the legacy, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean. And, you know, you guys aren't going, you know, something that needs, I, I can't remember how much copper wire that the 3401 has in it. Hello. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a great way to say it. The machine it. winds it so yeah. fast, you it, can't even, it, like, focus it, it, on it. It does, but I remember being there, and they had to service the machine that did it. And one of them only had half of the copper on it. Mm -hmm. And I remember looking at the difference, and I was like, that's a lot of copper. Yeah. That, that's yeah. where the power comes from. From the more the, copper you you the have, the more the power, power you yeah. have. Then, well, so then but, we need one that's got like this much copper in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we're detailers. Yeah. You know, then we have to balance uh, yeah. the advantages. Yeah. It's it's people say sometimes they'll ask me, they say, "How did you get big arms?" And I was like, "Detailing." Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, it's you know. Well, that's a question I get at SEMA. <laughs> you know, when we're at SEMA, a lot of times, Rennie, mm -hmm. and I put the thirty four hundred one or the Beast in someone's hands, or it really any of our flex units. And sometimes they'll make a comment, well, it's a little bit heavier than what I have. Yep. And what they have is maybe, you know, uh, an entry-level polisher. Right. And, you know, I'm trying to explain to them, like, that's really the difference this, in an entry-level polisher. It's an industrial strain machine. This yeah. is what makes the difference. When it comes to overload capacity, for example, then you, have, you do it eight, six hours yeah. in a row. I don't know. Nah. Then there's, you need overload capacity. Yeah. And the more copper, for example, you have, then the mm -hmm. more... Overload capacity you have. We were this on is, our. This is uh, the top of the pyramid. We were on our, our podcast. And you guys can go back and verify this. I'm not BSing. We're on our podcast this morning. We're about halfway through, and the guys are all working around us. They're up polishing, and all of a sudden, I, I, I hear and I look over, and there's a 3401 bouncing off the ground. Oh, jeez. Uh, it dropped uh, off one of the engines, and I don't know if you guys can see the engines from here, but it was probably about five feet mm -hmm. off the ground. Hit the ground. The guy got down, picked it up dusted it off and went back to work yeah. and so there's you know there's the quality so you know being on the floor being uh where you guys manufacture them uh seeing the engineering side of it you know all of that really legitimizes yep. it now some of the questions yep. that i hear i know the answers to these by the way <laughs> uh some of them i might not but you know it's it's you guys are part of a very large organization mm -hmm. you know yeah but first of all let me just Go into that what we said before that we are have a 100 year history and Renny, do you know years. what what kind of machine we did 100 years ago and it's exactly 100 years because we were founded in 1920 22 uh, and um, the first machine we invented was a motor driven with a flexible shaft and in front of it they put a cone for polishing metal so it was the first machine wow. we invented 100 years ago cool. was a polisher so we have a 100 year um, knowledge in uh, doing polishers mm -hmm. and this is what we've done so far even the 30, uh, 3401 
is done in Steinheim, de developed by engineers. They never done nothing else than publishers. So we developed it there. That's and also one. due to the reason that we are there, have a brushed uh, engine inside. Um, it's also engineered and manufactured in Steinheim. So That's this is a really cool. cool thing. And therefore it is quality. And maybe this is one learning I take with me back to Germany that we have here machines which run since 12 years without problems. Right. So our quality is too oh, good. No, no, no just no, joking, yeah, <laughs> just yeah, joking. Yeah, right. No, but really, we, we make this really yeah. as a manufacturer in Germany with German parts in Steinheim. And this is, I think this is unique yeah. for it's, polishers. It really is. So, and it's, you know, people will ask because you're such a big company. Right. You know, do you guys outsource and the answer is no. I've, I've been there on the floor and I've seen the tools being made. Rennie, yeah. you know, this is something that I pointed out to you when we first got purchased by by uh, Shervon. Mm -hmm. uh, Shervon came in and bought Flex about eight years ago mm -hmm. and has run the company the same way as when they purchased the company. Yeah. The big difference is that Shervon is one of the largest power tool manufacturers in the world. Mm -hmm. uh, and to be honest with you, I don't know where we are as far as the battery manufacturing, but we make some of the best batteries in the market today. You know Absolutely. that some of our other brands are Ego, that's under our umbrella, mm -hmm. you know, in the lawn and garden department. Yeah, take my money. And, I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> just take my money because I've got You know, the Ego, stuff is, the Ego stuff is the leading product in the lawn and garden department. And everybody is following that battery technology because mm -hmm. they've worked so long on it. And that battery technology then rolls over into our other brands like Skill and Skill Saw, oh, as well as Flex. Yeah, and this, this is a good point, Chris. Because due to the reason that we have the chance together with um, uh, Chevron to have our own battery system, we do not have to look to others right. and what yeah. they are doing. Can we, get, can, can we get their batteries, That's for cool. example, as other manufacturers? So we yeah. have our own platform. We have our own system. We have a direct um, way to uh, get the cells. To get, we produce them by our own. This is an advantage um, you see in the, the polishing business. I think nobody else can do this. Oh, so, absolutely. and this is also the reason why we are, um, I think with the battery driven polishers, we are on the top level. Yeah. So even our um, uh, range we have right now is on a very good level, but I can promise you, Renny, we are working already on a new version, which is uh, surely uh, on, the, on the top level so that we um, do not have to think about, should I take a version with cord or should I take a version with battery? Yeah. So yeah. it's, absolutely the way to get convenience and therefore we are um, have the great chance together with Sherman and the battery um, knowledge and there's a real 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 great battery knowledge you yeah. know it as a ego uh, oh, yeah, a user no. that we yeah, have uh, it's... that kind of batteries we have uh, that kind of batteries and even here in United States we have flex with um, the new cells um, which are all the hand tools, cells, yep. so all the drills and yeah, and and, and uh, impact and, and everything else. And we use all of those too. Yeah, and in my personal opinion, so you can tell me if I'm wrong, but I think the future will be battery. The future is battery driven. You, you know, I tell classes every single. Chris will confirm this. I tell every single class. Listen, in our careers, we will get to the point just like electricians did back yeah. in the '70s, yeah. to where. It's rare we pick up a corded tool. Yep. You can't go in into a home career. center and buy no. a corded drill anymore. No, no, you and really can't. No. no, and so it, it in our careers, you know, it the technology is going to go to a to a spot to where you guys keep on developing such innovative tools that are battery powered that it just won't make sense yeah. to plug in anymore. You know, exactly. and what I like now is even with your current 
your current battery uh, tools is that, um, you know, it's a quick charge. So I go through it. On average, I'm a big fan of forced action. And so your forced action, you know, uh, battery unit, uh, I use it. I use it for 30 to 40 minutes, pretty, you know, not continually. Yep. Using it, set it down, wipe, inspect, use it, set it down. So we'll go through for about 40 minutes, but it only takes 30 to 40 minutes for the other battery to charge. So I'm never, I never, I don't run out of battery. And you got the LCD right on the battery charger yep. that tells you exactly how long it yep. takes to charge. Exactly. Yep. I mean, so it's just, so let's go backwards a little bit. So let's go back to 20, uh, 1922. Could you imagine they're taking and developing this, this flex head polisher? Could you imagine the, the innovation with, with, with that, with those people that developed your company and looking where we're at today? I mean, think about that for a second. A hundred years ago, World War One had just ended. They're flying biplanes or triplanes. Um, you guys had just built a tool to polish some metal, and now, 100 years later, yeah, we're yeah, sitting but, here polishing metal on a jet aircraft. Yeah. Renny, interesting point. We're just traveling around uh, the United States. I started uh, two weeks ago in Las Vegas, and I saw a shop where our polisher were uh, at advertisement in the outside. And I told to my colleague, is it weird? Mr. Ackerman and Mr. Schmidt, these are the two guys, the yeah. founders, 100 years ago, do they think about that they have an advertisement in Las Vegas, right. in the desert, yeah. in who the middle of know? nowhere? Yeah, who would ever and, know? <laughs> yeah, and I think it's, it's weird. And even if I stand here and see that the, the amazing amount of machines we have here, 30 or 40 machines from Flex are running and, oh, yeah. and cleaning the machine. I even don't know if Mr. Ackerman and Mr. Schmidt, no, who, who, uh, he, who um, set up the company um, under the brand Ackerman and Schmidt in, in downtown Stuttgart. It was uh, in uh, Bad Cannstatt. It's really downtown Stuttgart. Um, I don't even believe it. So it's it's enormous what we've done in yeah. 100 years history. Really, it's uh, so. So you guys haven't heard this story, okay? Um, Chris may have. So I'm mm -hmm. sitting in your guys's. You know, I'm a Porsche nut. We've talked about that. Mm -hmm. uh, I yeah. like all cars, but man, I'll tell you, I got a crush on Porsche. You know, so uh, I'm sitting in your guys's office, and I I think it was Tilo mm -hmm. and 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 Bob Eckelberg walked up to me. Bob Eichelberg and Tilo look at me and they go, we got a surprise for you. I said, what? You know, they said, come on, let's go get in the car. And about a short time later, we're pulling up to Porsche. <laughs> well, we walk in and uh, I think, okay, cool. We're going to get to see Porsche. Mm -hmm. No. They opened the back doors. And we got to see not only the museum, but we got to see the restoration center. Mm -hmm. Not many people. And so I've always had a crush on on, on Flex, too, because I got to see the backside of Porsche, and I was like a little 14-year-old girl in the in the 60s watching the Beatles. Yeah. I lost my mind, <laughs> on, but I did get in trouble while I was there. Yeah. And here's how, is they had a uh, an American 912 RS on display. Wow. And exactly, wow. And so I said, wow. I said, that's really cool. And I said, that... That's an American. That 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 car was in America, and the young gentleman says, "No, that color combo never went to America." I said, "I beg to differ." Mm -hmm. I said, "That color wasn't. It was a limited production, and they did like 275 cars mm -hmm. for one year of the RS going there." And he goes, "No, they never sent it to America." Well, the curator guy, about probably 60 at that time, mm -hmm. he goes over and gets him, speaks to him in German, comes over to him, 
and he goes, what's your name? And I introduced myself, he shakes my hand, and he goes, you know your Porsche, because that car came from California. Oh, that, was a Cal that was an American car that we brought back, mm -hmm. and you're exactly right, except you missed it. We sent 276 <laughs> to, to America, not 275. Yeah. So I got in a little trouble because I was telling Porsche their business. So, so right? So, but I know Porsche. I, I love my Porsches. I love my Porsche. So, and we got even on the, I mean, we got on the paint line. Um, we got, I mean, it was just, it was, it was a joint venture between your, your team and, and Sonex that did that. Nice. So I've always been thankful for that, for that visit because it really did change my life. It was such a, I'll never forget it. I remember every part of it. I recorded almost every single square inch of it. Uh, on my on my iPad, and then they realized I was recording it and made me delete it because they didn't want <laughs> the backside scene, which I was fine. Yeah. So let, so let's go forward. So hundred years, first hundred years. You're you guys are a. I know you guys are in uh, a lot of concrete industry, for instance. A uh, lot of lot Renovation. of right, right. You can do drywall. You yeah, got the giraffe, different. right? See, yeah. I know my I know my flex. <laughs> um, and now you know with the uh, with Shervon coming into it. Um, that technology, uh, you know, it's a Chinese company. Mm -hmm. uh, I've met the owner, uh, the founder, uh, Peter Pan. Uh, I've I've uh, been able to take and meet your folks in Chicago at the main office. Um, wonderful people. What I've noticed with Flex from the outside, we didn't even talk about this, mm -hmm. is I think by getting this giant company to partner with you guys is what it's done is it's opened up a whole nother level of technology across the board Definitely. for you and for them because they yeah. want German engineering mm -hmm. and German precision yeah. and you want the innovation that the Chinese are, are bringing to the table. Yeah. So explain that. Has, have you seen that difference? Well, uh, I mean, I can tell I can tell you, I mean, I was there when, uh, you know, our the founders of our company, Peter and Stephanie uh, and the others uh, from Shervon came to Steinheim and met with the factory and presented to the factory that the company was being purchased, but they they had uh, the mayor of Stuttgart was there mm -hmm. with our, our current uh, CEO. Mm -hmm. um, I believe it was Andreas at the time mm -hmm. uh, was there and he assured the factory that this is, I purchased the business because I, I want the German innovation. I want the German Absolutely. factory. Mm -hmm. I don't want to disrupt the business or anything like that. And I think that meant a lot to the factory yep. workers I know they invested instantly mm -hmm. into the factory, not into the offices. The offices the stayed. Factory. The offices stayed original. Yeah. Um, and and the whole building and everything needed a facelift. But when they first purchased us, they invested in the factory. I was Updated there it, right before like they did that, and I was yeah, there right after right. they did it. That's right. And it was a it was a nice change, yeah. and it was cool to see the innovation and well, we and just finished we just finished the actual yeah. offices. So mm -hmm. you know, eight years later, they worked on the offices and what that is but <laughs> no idea what that uh, UFO yeah. you know? there's a lot of weird stuff yeah, that happens exactly. here exactly there is there is um, but anyways uh, you know so we just finished our offices a full mm -hmm. facelift and renovation yep. and if you're on social media next week when we have our 100th anniversary celebration you'll see a lot of our new office yep. and our new facility and things like that mm -hmm. so it's impressive. exciting yep. it's pretty cool well, we can't we've got a plan we had a plan we we're all talking about it you mm -hmm. know okay so we got to let's go Let's go a little personal for a second. Uh, first off, you know, Chris and I, before COVID, <laughs> we uh, we got invited both jointly to go uh, to Malco. Malco, Products, yeah. Great friends of ours, right? Yeah. Just super, super people. Big fans of Flex Tools. Mm -hmm. um, 
so when we're there, they decided to send us as a gift to, to race school at, at, at Mid Ohio. Wow. And uh, you just got to ask Chris, one of you guys can if you want to, of who won. Uh, you know. Hey, so Rennie, that story starts out. You know, we we started the morning, and you go through a little bit of a you know in the classroom kind of how do you drive the car, turn signals. It literally starts at the basic, basic, yeah. and then you get into a car, you choose an automatic or a manual. Uh, obviously, Rennie and I were both in manual transmissions. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't remember. It was an Acura <laughs> TL, I think. Yeah, it's, they're, they're the one they don't, they don't make it anymore. It's a rear-wheel drive powerhouse that yeah, was souped I mean, it up. Was, it was souped up. Uh, <laughs> High-performance brakes and yeah. the whole nine yards. Um, we were doing uh, brake tests. Uh, acceleration test corner you know doing all the corner testing and and then we got out on the track and that's where it really got interesting um there was an actual professional in the car mm -hmm. the lead car was always the professional driving yep. and he basically told us before we raced he said wherever you are on my bumper i'll continue to stay ahead of you mm -hmm. so he you know we can push him as hard as we wanted yeah. and rennie and i pushed him and pushed him and pushed him and the funny thing is, is there were other people on the track with us. Mm -hmm. But when they realized that we were really out there to race, they had to tell the other people to like, get off go the off track. The, they got off the, to the side and yeah. let us go by. Oh, yeah. They took them off. So, they, 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 they pitted us, yeah. brought us back in and started all over again. And they switched <laughs> drivers, professional drivers, because we were going to pass their driver. We were having fun. So, Chris, yeah. I, I rag on him, but Chris and, uh, oh, shoot, I uh, can't remember the gentleman's name. Jason. Yeah, there you go. From Yeah, yeah from them. We all three were pretty dang good drivers. And now we were, I was the old man of the group. Um, we were all the old men of the group and none of them could keep up with us. We, the, even the instructors, like when we went through the skid, the skid, the skid training and stuff, mm -hmm. they were like, okay. And so they took the three of us and pulled us off to the side and they said, okay, we're going to go over and show you guys braking. If you do, if you do good on this, we're going to go into the full fledged training, race training. If you do go down this, then we're going to take you out on the track. And we probably had double the track time as anybody else because I yeah, think the instructors were a little worried that we were going to beat their instructors. <laughs> you had to put the old guy in to, at the wheel. And he, at the end, he told us that we uh, he was taking the car to the maximum potential mm -hmm. to wow. keep us from. Yeah. We couldn't <laughs> pass him, yeah. but he couldn't pull away from yeah. us, you know. And uh, we got a little aggressive. I learned something about Chris. Chris can drive, man. That was I had fun. Yeah. I mean, one of my jobs, I worked uh, – you know, I used to work at an arcade, and uh, at night at the arcade, I mean, we had go-karts. Uh -huh. We had a nice little racetrack. We knew how to soup up the go-karts. Yeah. So we'd go out Take there at the night. Off. And, yeah. Oh, I mean, we were – That's fun. That's where I learned cool. to race, to that, be honest That's funny because, fun. I, you know, you did that. We didn't have this discussion. I did the same thing. Yeah. I worked at a go-kart track yeah. when I was young. And we nice. take the governors off and go race them. So both of them, that's why. Many you're not gonna, so on a go-kart track, you're no, not going to no. pass me. So Jason Jason <laughs> okay. was just a damn good driver, <laughs> too. A challenge. Yeah. yeah. It was Next fun. to the hotel Except is a go-kart. Yeah. 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 So, so tonight. <laughs> yeah. But it's funny because many of these uh, Formula One drivers, they started with go-kart. Yeah. Go-kart yeah. driving then. Yeah. It, it, uh, oh, I, they, they, you guys ever buy a Formula One? I'll drive. <laughs> yeah. I'll drive. I'll we drive. We do Mario Kart. There you go. Right? Yeah. So Next, so you have to come to Germany and then so, we go to the Autobahn. Uh, well, I, yeah. That's one of my favorite places. No yeah. speed limit. I take in every time I'm there and those last time we, we've got, I've, I've rented a couple of nice cars when I'm there. And then uh, uh, Andreas, he had a he had a nice Porsche. And so, you know, Andreas and I, uh, we shared some moments together. We bonded at high speed. Uh, so now you've got not the average German vehicles. So no. 
This is really, really interesting. So it, it started with a, a kind of a Milwaukee steel. Yeah. So I, I bought in 2000 um, a Harley Davidson. I was a young student. Oh, I Originally, I would like to buy a, a Ducati M900 Monster, M900 Monster, but um, I missed. The, <laughs> I was looking in the in the in the paper where you can buy the used bikes. We had no internet, <laughs> so I looked in the paper and I. I changed the color and said, oh, Harley-Davidson, wow, for that price. So I bought a Harley-Davidson. I drove it 10 years until, wow. until my first son uh, was born. And I, I made everything on this Harley-Davidson. I lowered it a little bit. I make an ape hanger on it. Oh, yeah. uh, it was the original color, the green of the um, police beetle in Germany. Oh, wow. I bought it directly from uh, Volkswagen, the small can, and they painted me. A big airbrush on the on the um, oh, gas cool. tank, cool. so it was really really cool. I loved it, but my yeah, my son was born, and I said, okay, let's sell. Time the, to get rid of the bike. Yeah, yeah. let's sell the bike. But um, before I sold the bike, I owned two years um, together um, a Dodge Charger SRT8. That's so cool. It was the best car ever in my life. Six point um, uh, one liters uh, V8 Hemi. I loved it. Two two um, spare plugs per per cylinder. Oh, I love did this you, car. Did, did people look at you like you're crazy when you're driving around? The funny thing <laughs> he's is a, that he's a crazy driver. I'm a crazy That's driver, awesome. and the funny we thing is, drive. the funny thing is, this car was never sold in uh, Germany. Really? So used, I was one of maybe hundreds in Germany who owned this car. Wow. Um, and the reason why I bought this was during the test drive. The guy. From whom I sold this car, um, about, bought this car. We were standing at traffic light, and I was looking in the car around. Mm, nice leather, cool uh, steering wheel, radio. It was the the big one with a satellite um, satellite radio yeah. and so on. And the guy said, "Hey, look, 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 look!" And a small boy was standing on the traffic light and talking with this with his mobile a picture of the car. Oh, that's And then cool. I said, I said to I the guy, to I said, "Stop it! I pay everything." Yeah, right now. So, and and take my on money. each gas station. The guys asked, "Wow, oh, what is this car?" And it was so loud, and yeah. And the faster thing, this <laughs> I must tell you, in front of the airport in Frankfurt, you have a, a four-way um, yeah. highway. Yeah, it's very it's, uh, unique in Germany. Mm -hmm. But it was empty Sunday night, and I was putting the pedal to the metal, and the race car really gone 300, 300 kilometers per hour. Ah, oh, there you go. Oh, nice. I love a Charger. Yeah, but then I got kids. Yep, and. Don't grow up and, oh. and go on and you'll get your choice. Well, Chris will tell you right now that off the track, I'm very mild driver. I'm a very conservative, safe driver. Oh, yeah. Uh, right, Chris? I, I drive yeah. very, very, um, I'm an old lady driver <laughs> on the street. Uh, right, Chris? I'm very, very old lady. Yeah, very old lady. <laughs> very old lady. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, we were coming down the other day, and I did a maneuver, and I forgot my wife was in the car with me. Um, and I, I looked over, and I thought she had. Uh, how do you say the word we just said in German? You know, mm? Yeah, there you go. I think I think that was uh, that was her moment, and uh, she says, "How often do you do this when I'm not in the car?" And I said, "Oh man, all the time. <laughs> Usually not with you in the car." So, so, so now, are you a car guy? Absolutely. I'm, I'm addicted to cars because after yeah. school I became a car mechanic. Basically. Did you? Yeah. Ah. Education uh, three and a half years for Volkswagen and Audi. Oh, damn. German cars. Yeah. And, uh, and I was al al always with uh, Volkswagen. 
There you go. Started See. with a Golf Mark III. Yeah. Oh, cool car. Then Great car. Mark VI. Yeah. And now I have a, a VW Tiguan. Oh, there Tiguan you go. Allspace, yeah. Uh, yeah. Diesel. Ah. I almost, I've got, uh, it's gone. It goes away here shortly. I have a, a, a Subaru WRX SDI, and I almost got the Golf R mm -hmm. instead, but they didn't have the color I wanted. Mm -hmm. So I went with the, I went with, but you know, it's funny because I've gotten to the point that's been a fun car. Mm -hmm. um, my mellow driving uh, blew the engine at just over 20,000 miles. So, oops. Um, <laughs> but it was under warranty, and yep. Subaru was gracious enough to, Give me a new motor, uh, you know, for it. So, so now um, let's move ahead. Let's get back to flex. But I love to prove that people are car guys. So we just verify that. You know, you guys are car guys. It's in our blood. You know, you can't be a. I, I just don't think that you can be in an industry and not be passionate about it. So it's cool that you guys are. You know, a you came all the way from you know Germany to be here, uh, and b that you've got that passion, that bloodline, right? And all of us that you know, all four of us got it. Chris is car nuts. He's got way too many cars. I think he's got more. You got more than me, or you will here shortly, right? Yeah, you're gonna be ahead of me. He's got a disease. I like that know? Baja. Yeah, that it's, Baja it's you have. That's disease. Okay. He's Take got that down to the beach. Yeah, he's. Does it? No. Yeah. You got yeah. a trailer it everywhere you he's, take it. Yeah. Yeah. No. No, he drives it. Doesn't go he drives it. <laughs> so, let's go. Let's let's look at. You know, we talked about the hundred years. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the next hundred years. You know, where's Flex? Uh, we talked about battery. You really think is it is it heavily headed that way? Absolutely. Yep. Yep. I mean, you, you know, we've talked about this before, Renny. How long it takes for these guys to develop tools? These are the guys right mm -hmm. here. Right they're here. on your they're they're on this project, <laughs> your project, to ask your team of yep. people, mm -hmm. you know, what they're looking for in the future. We have a three page, uh, you know, questionnaire, questionnaire yep. that we're going to mm -hmm. hand out to everybody. Yep. And and ask what do you want to see? What do you want to see different? And we care about that. We want to we want to listen to the industry, and yep. and really make our roadmap based on what people ask well, for. I, I can already tell you this. I want a robotic polisher that will automatically do all the work and do it in an That's hour. It. You know, <laughs> somewhere right in there. You know, so if you can just get a robotic polisher yeah. that will get the car done in an hour, you know, I mean, you're good to go. Right. Yeah. The coolest thing yeah. though is anything that Flex comes out with, yep. anything that Flex puts its name on. It's gone through the research and development. Yep. Uh, and I mean, honestly, we always have a bar. So when they're developing a tool, mm -hmm. you know, we look at other things that are in the industry. Mm -hmm. We yep. don't make exactly what it is, yep. but we have a bar set and we want to beat that bar. Yep. Absolutely. Does that make sense? It so does. We it don't, does. we don't, we don't take another product and dip it in, no. in plastic and remake it. They make it specific for flex, mm -hmm. uh, but they have that bar, and they always want to beat that bar. Yeah. So you yeah. know, it, the one thing that I really, I, I, I really dig, um, you know, we're at a time frame where there's so many great tools, mm -hmm. you know, across the board, right? Mm -hmm. Credit to the industry, mm -hmm. wasn't that way all that long ago, wasn't? And now you guys, you know, you know, I've never had a flex tool, and I've owned. I'm not kidding you. I'll. I won't say more than anybody else in the U.S., yeah. but pretty Probably. close. Yeah, I've got a yeah. big collection of flex tools, um, and I've never had a bad one. Never. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to restate that. Mm -hmm. I've not gotten a flex tool. Well, so I've heard people get something that out of like we we we'll, we'll, we'll bottle something in a bottle every once in a while, you know, a double black, mm -hmm. and the bottle will have a leak in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're gonna have that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we've had, you know, we've had situations, rare situations, but I've never had a, a lemon tool. Yep. 
So a lemon tool, does it make sense in Germany? A lemon is yep, what we call yes. something that's just not yeah. right. You we know? say, we say, okay. Yeah. There you go. So, yeah. <laughs> explain explain what we do in the factory. The last step in the factory. Why do we not have lemons? Why do we never have limits? Yeah. Why do we not have out of box failures? Uh, because we do a hundred percent testing 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 at the end. On the tool. Every, every tools get tested. Yep. And I know Rennie's heard me say this, but in every yep. single box, there's a little yellow tag. Yep. And that little yellow tag is a supervisor on duty yep. that day. Shines yep. off. And whenever I call Germany and say that we had this issue out of box, yep. they always ask me for that yellow tag, and that person. I don't know if this is true or not, but that person gets three strikes and they're out. No, I, <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but the bottom line, they, they want to understand yeah. when that tool was manufactured, what the scenarios yeah. were, yeah. and then how can we solve it? Was it yeah. legitimately out-of-box failure or not? Immediately. But, yep. But yeah. Chris, it started not at the end of the production. It started now, yeah. when we are here, when we are, have prototypes with us, you can check them, you can have them. This is the reason why our projects are not lasting, not your duration is uh, six months. So we have our projects are one and a half year right. because we are testing from the right on, from the beginning on. And we want to understand what is your purpose? What are you doing with the machine? And how do you treat the machine? This is and our this main, is, main target yeah. to be as close as possible to you guys because you are yeah. the users and the customers. And we, we sell a, the tools to you. We want to offer you the best possible solutions because otherwise, we would do a happy engineering. Yeah, and we have a lot of quality yeah. gates to yeah. reach in a, in a, in our project, and therefore we can say at the end we have a product which is perfectly um, uh, engineered, yeah. and then of course the manufacturing they also have the quality gates yeah. to check at the end how the machine is working. But um, it really begins in the, at the beginning of the engineering. Yeah. So and therefore um, I think we have um, a real great um, possibility also due to the. Um, to our mother company, to Chevron, because they give us the option to, um, or give us the time and the option to um, develop and engineer a product at its best yeah, until cool. the finish. Until we say now it's good for the for the professional, for you to to do the, to do your daily job. So this so, is um, so yeah. main target to be as close as possible to to you. Yes, absolutely. You. So. So going to the future, you know, battery technology is there. We all know that. I mean, you go into a store, Chris, you said earlier, you just can't. It's hard to find a, 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 a an actual ported drill. Yeah, I mean, is. I can't. And, yeah. and honestly, I don't want one. Yeah. And it, it, we're headed that way. So how how rapidly is battery te technology changing? Is it changing rapidly right now? Absolutely. Yeah. And it's uh, yeah. the, the most driver is the car industry for yeah, sure. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So they <laughs> they buy the most uh, cells and everything. Worldwide. So um, yeah. yeah, worldwide. And as you see, we just uh, launched this year our stack lithium. So it's a um, it's a pouched cell uh, in this in this pack. It's stack lithium. It's not anymore a round cell. Mm -hmm. It's a flat cell. So ah. it's absolutely yeah. unique. So wow. we are one of the first um, power. Um, what's the benefit? Power what's the benefit of that? Runtime, really? charging time, and of muscle. course the weight. Yeah. Oh, so the really? Muscle, the weight? The weight. <laughs> yeah, you can stack. You can put more layers uh -huh. in the same size. Ah. So you got more, or you can put, of course. Interesting. So the, the best that. the best explanation that I've heard about the stacked mm -hmm. lithium comes from our North American product product team, and basically they describe it like. The current battery is like one a one lane freeway or a one lane off ramp and a one lane on ramp. So, yeah. you know, 
now the the new stacked lithium is like six lanes going off the freeway at once, mm -hmm. basically charging the battery, and then six lanes going off, you know, back onto that freeway. So wow. the the path of energy is really what it comes down to. Right. And I'm not kidding you. The new stacked lithium, the 24 volt stacked lithium that we have with Flex available now, is 300 percent more power. It doesn't make the tool more powerful. It gives you a longer runtime. Absolutely, it's not eating the battery. And, up and it fast. can charge two hundred percent faster wow. than the current lithium yep. battery. Wow, so it's just that's crazy. amazing! And that's really the next generation of lithium. Absolutely, you're going to start to hear the car manufacturers talk about these Stacked. flat, flat lithium cells. Wow, that's pretty cool. So, yeah. Hey, did you guys see the, the video out? <laughs> the video of the uh, the double A modeled uh, uh, the new Mercedes Benz. No, 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 you got to go look. You got to yeah. go look up to YouTube. Yeah. And wow. if you don't, t I'm, I'm being a smart aleck. Yeah. And there's a there's a spiff video that Saturday Night Live did. Mm -hmm. You guys, if you haven't seen it, go look. Go look at the double A model uh, Mercedes Benz yeah. video. You guys being in the tool industry and the battery industry, it's pretty funny. funny yeah. It's pretty funny. Okay. okay. It's wow. got put it this way is it's it's a movie star. And she goes, you know. This new Mercedes is powered by 9,648 AA batteries, all replaceable. <laughs> and it's funnier than heck. She goes, matter of fact, she's inside the car. She's worried about battery power. She goes, you don't have to replace the whole battery. You can replace one. Matter of fact, right here on the screen, you can push a button, and it will tell you which battery's running low. And all of a sudden, it goes, battery 48, battery 62, battery 72, battery 82. And it just goes, yeah, red. It's, it's, it's funnier than heck. So, so. Maybe I, th I, I think I saw it. It's pretty yeah, funny. It's pretty it, funny. Yeah. <laughs> and so so moving ahead, Flex, 100 years, 100 years later, mm -hmm. how important how important is the automotive industry to you guys? It's, especially for me, it's very important. Yeah. <laughs> there, man. It's there. job. You hope it goes to the top of the list. Yeah, for sure. Know? With my tools. I mean, yeah. I, I really yeah. think, Rennie, that cars affect all of us. Anybody yeah. that's watching this. Yeah. Right now has one or two or six in their garage. Um, normal people and yeah, normal, normal people. individuals, you know. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, the bottom line, we all have cars. We, we, we uh, I feel accomplished when I wash my car, when I detail yeah. my car. You can come do mine. Um, You'll feel that much no, more I mean, accomplished. But think about it. Every time you finished a car in your career, did you did you look stand back and look at it and go, yeah, oh, yeah. holy shit, oh, like, yeah. this feels good. Yeah, yeah. I got to say, if you don't walk out, if you're not going into a store, and you don't turn around, you know, the old saying, if you don't turn around and look at your car, you, you're driving the wrong car. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. it's why I could never drive a Prius. Yeah. Just not going to turn around and look at a Prius, <laughs> you know, never. Um, but, so, you know, no, yeah, it's so, so I take it, you yeah. know, the end the, there's, 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 uh, you know, the detailing industry is changing. I mean, mm -hmm. like the battery industry, it's rapid change, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think that people will be glad to hear that, you know, Flex is dedicated to the automotive industry yeah. and moving yeah. ahead because, you know, a lot of people are vested into your company. Yeah. You know, they bought it and, yeah. and uh, they bought the tools and, and they're champions. They're, they're, yeah. uh, they're fans, yeah. you know, and so they, they want to see that it's sticking aside. So um, moving ahead. So we've got any, any little, any little sneak peeks that you guys can uh, talk about <laughs> or. I would tell you August 1st uh, on Flex Automotive Instagram and Flex Automotive uh, social media that we will be announcing uh, an exciting limited edition polisher. Uh, so, you know, that that polisher, when it's announced and you get to see it for the first time, 
I think it'll be exciting to the to the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and around that same time, you'll be able to to place your orders through your dealers. So we, we might have we might have seen a one or two of them here. You know, <laughs> just one or two you or know, six of them. It's, maybe it's exciting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> August first is kind of our announcement right. date yeah. for that, and uh, you know we're excited yeah. to to put that out to the market, and it really. Mm-hmm is a dedication to our hundred years. And Absolutely. that's really, really you know, Christian Neuner uh, put this project together and mm-hmm. he was the the mind behind it. And I remember his first call, which honestly was almost a year, a year ago to me. Um, and he just said, he's like, I want to do something special for the automotive industry. And, and, and what can I do? And we came up with this idea and uh and it's exciting I, and i'm we excited to really did what's special what's something you guys, special you yeah. guys worked really hard <laughs> yeah. on the project we as well as our marketing special. Team. yeah really so well, i saw so. this uh a light a light edition of this back in florida yeah but i didn't hear the whole story behind it it's got a really cool story i can't wait for you guys to yeah. go public mm. with we'll we'll keep our lips are sealed until then <laughs> okay uh, but it, it you know we can't wait for it to do and it's it's uh i know the guys and gals here mm. are really excited about it so with that, um, but good point is, Renny, um, you ask after what is happening in 100 years, in the next 100 years. Yes. So also the way to polish. Yeah. Is it still rotary? Is it still? Oh, yeah. Any? Yeah. We have also, for example, um, sonic polishing. I don't know. Yeah. So this is the thing we are thinking about. And I can promise you that we are really think hard about yeah. how can we change the way of polish? Well, and you- also uh, robotic is interesting point everybody is. is doing robotic yeah they are so what's gonna maybe happen we think also about it um or we i better to say we have to think about it because Absolutely. um the mark the market in all other business is turning around well you, so, you know we put science to work in detailing shops and a lot of people don't think about detailing in science but we measure paint and more and more i mean i bet the number of of craftsmen mm-hmm. measuring paint has grown by 20 times mm-hmm. in the last five years what we're noticing with this and pay correction is going to change it's changed already in the last yeah. five years even the adjustments we've had to make across the board with rotary with forced action and with da here's why the manufacturers are using less and less film or paint mm-hmm. clear coat whatever yeah. you want to call it yeah. on the cars we're seeing we're seeing numbers that the, that wouldn't have been thought of yeah. just five years ago mm-hmm. well guess what as inflation goes up, as expenses goes up, and also as uh, I hate to say this greed <laughs> with these big companies, these auto manufacturers mm-hmm. goes up, is you're going to see less and less paint on yep. it. Yeah. So it's not even a choice of changing. You have to change. Yeah. Yeah, uh, for instance, mm-hmm. using a rotary on, on, on factory paint, mm-hmm. it's become critical that we don't yeah. do that yeah. because it's not that the rotaries have had tool, mm-hmm. the rotary in an automotive collision center is a great tool but on factory new paints we're getting dangerously low film numbers that 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 technology is not the best way to go you know but now think on an intelligent polisher what happened if the polisher tells you hey stop it's too low oh wow stop now right so it's measured the whole time Uh, the whole polishing process there you go there's where i wanted to go with this think about this there you go so um Maybe this is the future of publishing. I think uh, so. Uh, yeah, he's taking notes. Even, even, <laughs> the, even notes. the robotic stuff that you guys had, yeah. you posted last week on Instagram, yeah. the girl that had the, the, the leg sh- extensions. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. mm-hmm. Exoskelet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is also a thing 
because we're thinking in systems, so it's not yeah. a, not the, the polisher only. So it's it's system all the yeah. the, the, the around. Uh, who would have ever thought? Let's go back to. Oh, there's a tie-in with uh, an American automotive company and a German automotive company when Ford developed the assembly line. Mm -hmm. And then when robotic painting happened, mm -hmm. well, you know, uh, Porsche took a lot of the innovations that Ford used and knew mm -hmm. the Fords and actually taken and came over and got a lot of information on their production line yeah. from Ford and then mm -hmm. took it back yeah. and put the, the Porsche twist on it. Mm -hmm. And then now look at it. Who would have guessed? 50, 60 years ago that our cars would be painted robotically. Yeah. Your painters would have told you that's not possible. Detailers are going to tell you it's not possible to polish a car robotically. Yeah. Well, I beg to differ. If they can paint it, they can polish it. Yeah. And, and I'm all about that. I'd love to take I'm about making money and profitability. And, you know, the weakest link in any business, I hate to say this, especially in the day and age, we're seeing it firsthand, yeah. is, is staff. Yeah. You know, and we're pushing. Everybody says, oh, robots are pushing people out of the the the, the the place of business no Pe people we're having struggles mm. with people these days wanting to work yeah and especially look at every calling. mcdonald's you walk in that's, that's, now some mcdonald's when you walk in they won't even greet you and you have to literally go up to the computer and place your order and that's why i don't go to mcdonald's there you go. yeah <laughs> i man i will yeah yeah <laughs> i just don't but well fellas it's been really nice so let's talk about how do people get a hold of flex what's because we've got Flex, uh, Flex North America. We got the European. Uh, is there one? Is there one-stop shopping on social media where they can just go check out kind of the latest and greatest for Flex? So where would that be? You know, in, in North America, uh, we definitely have FlexPowerTools.com. Okay, uh, that's our main website. Right. And other parts of the world that are watching this, Flex-Tools.com. Mm -hmm. uh, we do have a couple different social media platforms, and the reason being is because, you know. We want the automotive segment to, to, to be focused on automotive, and we Absolutely. do have our general, uh, you know, flex, you know, power tools, Instagram, and things like that. But Flex Automotive is also really another social media group that you want to join on, on all platforms. Yeah, that's cool. One last question, okay? Mm -hmm. Your favorite flex automotive tool? Got to name it. It's the PE. The PE Oh, that's a nice yeah. tool. That's it's, it's a rotary, but it's, it is. Yeah. But that is we were just talking about that last week with somebody. Mm -hmm. No, I mean I don't. I, I, I love all the tool companies, right? No harm done, but that 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 were nothing on the market is as smooth as that. That the fourteen yeah. two. I mean, it is it is so good choice. Yes. I like. On the perspective of polisher, of course, the PXE. Okay. Pixie. Yep. Um, yeah, but. Of a per perspective of an auto mechanic, I love our recipe saw. Oh, there you it's go! It's so strong. It is. Can cut everything. Hey, was, I love it. Was, I love the recipe. When I was in Germany, well, they told it to him. Yeah, no. I, have, I have too. So it's perfect. <laughs> they used to they they call something in Germany when they do something they they say flex it. Was that that tool? No, no. It's an angle grinder. There you go. Yeah, I remember. This is cool because when in Germany, that when they when they, you want an angle grinder, you don't you don't no. get it. You, you flex it. Sorry, okay. in 1950, back, so 50 years, uh, no, more than 50 years uh, in, uh, in, in past, um, we invented the first fast grinding angle grinder, our DL9. Mm -hmm. It was the first fast grinding angle grinder in the market. Yeah. Um, and it was enormous, really enormous. Big. And the company called that 
to that time still Ackermann and Schmidt, but due to the first flexible shaft, they had invented the name Flex. And it was such a cool machine because nobody else known this before in the market mm -hmm. that everybody said, wow, this is the Flex. And also in this time, they named the company in yeah. company Flex. And since then, we are known for angle grinders. And everybody on everybody. every construction site, even it's, if it's from a competitor, they say, in Germany, give please me give me the flex. flex. Wow. I have to flex How something. How cool is that? Absolutely. That cool. is But unfortunately, cool. not all flex in on the construction sites are from flex. flex. Right. It would be yeah. much cooler if it they all, all have flex. real flex. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. But um, for sure, we are the only one who can say this is a flex yep. and um, yeah of course our it's angle a true grinders, flex it's yeah. a true flex that's awesome so yeah. but yeah chris what's your favorite automotive uh i, I mean i think you know rennie uh you know from all the trainings we've been together at i mean i love the beast yeah i really push the beast uh the xc3401 i've you know i tell everybody if you've never tried it you really need to try it because it'll be your number one polisher in your arsenal I, I would never tell you to get rid of any polisher that you have. Yeah. I'm just saying if you don't have the beast, you're missing out. There you go. And, you know, 90% of the people that have, have never tried a flex, you know, they've just never tried the beast. And mm -hmm. uh, and I see it at SEMA. Every year I ask people and, and when I put it in their hands and I give them a short training, uh, it's eye opening to them. So it's it's, an, it's it's really cool. You guys tomorrow are going to get to meet the person that gave the beast its name. The first person in the world to ever call the beast the beast, Bob Phillips. Yeah, what's he's going to be here? First person in the world. Wow, first person wow. in the world. He named it. Yeah. We we're sitting there, and, and by uh, Bob Eichelberg's, we we're we we're. I can't remember who we were with, but Bob said it, and 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 Bob looked at one of the Germans, and the German looked back at him, and it stuck. Yeah. It didn't go anywhere. Yeah. You'll get to meet him. Good yeah, friend of cool. mine. Well, hey, before cool. we go, Rennie, uh, yeah. I really want to tell you okay. what my favorite is. All right. Oh, yeah. Please, yes. yeah. The one that you guys are going to open up on, on August 1st. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Cool. Yeah. I wish I could. <laughs> no, please stop it. Stop. <laughs> it's, yeah. That, thing's, yeah, that yeah. thing's cool. That yeah. thing's cool. All so right. Good. Before we before we close out, mm -hmm. I, I do have something for you, Rennie. Um, Christian Neuner. Uh, our CEO in Germany, he was unable to make it to this event, um, you know, because he's getting in preparation for next week. Oh, I, so yeah, we have everybody bet. coming in. And, I bet. Uh, he has a lot, a very busy week next week. Uh, but he sent with the with the, our German colleagues uh, a little gift for oh, you. Oh, this is cool. Yep. Thank you. And Christian, uh, thank this you. is something special. Christian's a good guy. For Christian, when he, uh, there's a change of command, so to say, in military terms. Uh, and, uh, you know, I just, Andreas was a good friend. I met Christian, and he's just a wonderful, wonderful man. That's down so, to earth. I'm going to tell you already, Christian. Thank you. This is pretty cool. Uh, it's going to make me. It's going to make my eyes sweat. <laughs> uh, I think you. I think you like it. It's okay. cool. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Oh, it's pretty sweet. That is too cool. And ironically, it it's very similar to the watch you have on yeah, your wrist. It is. But I know you're a watch guy, and you love to. You have a I bunch am. of different watches. So we're going to try to so. get this in here and see if you guys can. Uh, we'll hold it up. And actually, underneath the underneath the back, That's it's cool. actually uh, engraved, and, t and and it's our hundredth anniversary, so it's a special oh, edition that unit. That is too cool. Uh, thank you, guys. Presented to you. You're Thanks, Rennie. Thank you, man. Yep. Thank you so thank you much for being here. Yeah. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Really thank, you. Yes. thank you. This is really special, yes. and you know, Flex has been uh, very, very special to me. 
you know, you can tell. I know a lot of it. Um, my first uh, my first time to Germany was specifically for uh, Flex and Sonex. Yep. Um, I've gone back several times uh, since then. Um, you guys, you know, follow Flex. They're great. Not just a great company. They're great people. And I mean, I think a product is only as good as its people. Yep. Uh, you guys are great ambassadors to the industry. We got it's such a great time to be, you know, in our industry. I never thought that I would be uh, witness to being able to meet gentlemen like you. Um, we just didn't have it years ago. You know, we were really struggling. And uh, to see the quality and the dedication and, you know, smart young men like you coming into it and Chris, with the friendships I've built up, you know, this is it. So, Christian, the entire team, thank you so much. Uh, thanks, guys. And I mean, it's been great. Uh, we're going to go back and put you to work. Yeah. Uh, they're way too clean. Yeah. Uh, we've got them hooked on, uh, you know, they're, they're fun-sized guys, but we are gonna we got them hooked on donuts. They're going to be a little chubbier by the time they go home. You know, There's uh, definitely a picture of me out there sitting next to Bobby while he's working and I'm eating a donut. Yeah, there you go. But you guys take care. Happy detailing all. Make sure to check out Flex. Watch August 1st, right? Yes. So August 1st, right after they right after they blow what's going to happen, I'm going to blow out what I, what I got, uh, you know, what I know show some pictures and i'm sure there's going to be some other ones you know showing some pictures too but we'll wait until then take care everybody happy detailing we'll see you next time thanks guys thank you bye